I really use them as a template, as a model for how I would advance forward in the music industry. Real talk with real people about real topics. And then they turn around and talk about throw some D's on that bitch. This is WOAC Radio. But I just met this bitch with a big ass and no legs, <laughs> and I love her. <laughs> how big is the ass? Powered by OAC Entertainment Incorporated. So I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you guys very, very much. You know what? He's no longer part of Rhythm Alpha. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of WOAC Radio. Real topics, real conversations, real people. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, very, very great episode that we're going to have here. Plenty to talk about. But first, fellas, how y'all doing today? Y'all doing all right? I feel amazing. I got a haircut and I paid my mortgage. So I am lovely for the next 30 days uh, at, at least. <laughs> Wow, you got to hey, you also up. ate at Moe's today. Yeah, you ate at Moe's today, too. So For that's sure. the perfect that's, part. Yeah, my, my Moe's filled me up, so I'm Gucci. You all here like a stop. You got a haircut. I bet you got some great sweatpants on, don't you? Hey, mind your business. <laughs> all right. Well, and on that note, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get started. As always, we get started with brand new music uh, that just hit the shelves recently. Uh, so we have two songs uh, that we're going to play a little bit of. The first one is from Output Input called Here We Go Again. And Quez, I understand this is like a super group of sorts that you want to talk about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a super group of some great musicians that have played besides some of the behind some of the biggest acts in the world. Um, and they're actually doing a cover of the Isley Brothers record, Here We Go Again. And the lead vocalist is Audrey Willard Downing, who is actually Will Downing's wife. And she's been a background vocalist for Shaka Khan, Michael Jackson, and the list goes on and on. And the guy's voice on there is Brent Carter, who is the lead singer of Average White Band and Tawa Power. Nice, nice. So we're going to hear a little bit of that. And then after that, we're going to hear uh, the latest from Miss Chloe of Chloe and Halle fame. Of course, you know, she's on her solo tip. She just recently released a new single called Treat Me, uh, which actually samples uh, Bubble Sparks and Yin Yang Twins' Miss New Booty. So you'll definitely recognize that sample uh, pretty much right away. So let's get into it. New music. This is WOAC Radio. Welcome. Well, all right now. 
decide to go it alone It never pays to give up on someone When on the inside you can't leave it alone Oh, here we go Jackie McGee, and you're listening to WOAC Radio. You know you go broke trying to handle me. Take it from someone who know how to handle me. I'ma need a real grown kind of energy. Huh? Do you know, do you know? Cause you're dealing with a lot of competition. You're gonna have to do a lot of ass kissing. You know I got someone with the time to listen. Tell me, boy, do you know, do you know? Do it every night Show me a good time You can do I let you Try, 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 try This right here your test Learn it from the best Here's what you gotta do Treat me like a treat is unacceptable don't get me wrong i'm flexible but only in other ways my legs can go confessional i'm skeptical because being on my level is difficult you better wake up and put me on a pedestal i bet you know i know do you know do it every night show me a good time you can do i let you try 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 it's right W-O-A-C Radio, and that was your taste of some new music. Uh, you heard Output Input with their rendition of the Isley Brothers' Here We Go Again. And then, of course, you heard the new one from Chloe called Treat Me. What do you guys think of the new music, y'all? Um, I definitely, I like the, the Output Input song. Um, I'm always a fan of instrumentation and all that kind of stuff. And the, the Chloe song is, I, I think I like it more than Have Mercy, but it just, a lot of this music that she's coming out with just seems 
cookie cutter it, it seems like it's manufactured and it's just like oh you would sound good on this here just just do this it doesn't feel like it's coming from her heart like, so i mean but i mean it's, it's all right we'll see what it does yeah i mean i think she's definitely finding her way for sure yeah it's definitely a struggle page like i think she really is like trying to figure it out um it's giving me too much beyonce vibes and i i was a fan of chloe and holly before they did before they started doing their own thing and so it's so far left of what she was trying to do but this is what gets people's attention so this is what she's doing i guess it's like an experiment they're proving a point and the point is a lot of people aren't interested in what they were producing before um and it's a lot of artists that actually do music like that they get no recognition but when they do the stuff that she's doing now they um they get more attention so i'm i'm, I'm hoping that they do what bruno mars did give people what they want and then get into what she really wants to do later on with the new fanfare yeah absolutely i definitely agree with that so um hopefully she'll be able to find her her way and her uh pretty much her pocket really soon uh she definitely has great potential for sure um and i'm in love with that output input joint i'm in love with it it's not too many people that can cover the eyes leaves efficiently and i think they definitely did a great job with that despite what ej says because because i was about to come off mute. despite what ej says don't don't say right, it, EJ. Despite what EJ says. <laughs> Shut up, EJ. Anyway, all right, and of course we got our Yo, Paige, the crazy, well. the crazy, the crazy thing about it is output input is a great, like, just a great conglomerate of musicians. Like I said, it's um, some guys that have played in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Some guys that are part of Shaka Khan's band, Jeffrey Osborne's band. Some guys from Frankie Beverly and Maze. Um, it's the horn section from EWF, and like I said, the two singers on that one is actually um, somebody that's been a longtime background vocalist for Shaka and Michael Jackson and Freddie Jackson and then uh, Brent Carter, that's the lead vocalist of Tower of Power and Average White Band. So it's really like they can't miss. And they have quite a few other covers that they did. They came together during COVID. They were doing, um, they were doing uh, music during COVID and they was recording the songs through Zoom. Uh, they were doing their videos on wow. Zoom and everything. Really? And yes. It was an experiment. It was literally like just a group of people that love each other, that we see each other on the road together all the time. And they just started doing stuff. So they have this. They have a cover of Shaka Khan's uh, What You Gonna Do For Me. There's quite a few records that they have. So check them out. I'll put input. Yeah, definitely feeling that one. Shout out to Output Input doing this thing. All right. So, of course, let's get into our tour wrap up. Of course, uh, this past weekend marked the end of the Culture Tour uh, with New Edition, Jodeci, and Charlie Wilson. Man, it was the first time that we've seen Jodeci back out on the road with all four members. It's the first time in a while that we've seen all six members of New Edition perform. And then, of course, you know, Uncle Charlie, he's been doing this thing. So, man, final thoughts on the Culture Tour. I think they wrapped up, I believe, in Miami last weekend. Yeah, they ended they ended Sunday night in Miami um, to a sold out crowd at the FTX Arena, uh, and they had new outfits, all new outfits. They ended it on the with a bang, and um, 
hey man, they went out on top. The the number five tour in the country, man. So they did they think for sure. For sure, for sure. And I believe Kevin actually went to uh the tour stop of the culture tour as well, one of the final shows. So how was yeah. that? Yeah, I went to the show in Savannah um last Friday night. It was off the chain. Um Jodeci was was ridiculous. Um I really enjoyed the show. Um, you know how it'd be um for us, but I was able to really, really like enjoy the show. So yeah, um new edition, you know, I really don't have to say how they did because they're always dope, but I was surprised about Jodeci just based on what I had seen over the past few years. But they killed it and Charlie was really good. Um coming off the knee surgery, he was a little, you know, slow, but musically his voice and the sound was great and the crowd loved it. It was a it was a great, great, great show. Um and yeah, I'm just looking forward to this summer run. So yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. So I understand, you know, Joe's gonna have a few dates. Uh, new edition. They're hitting the festival circuit. They're going to be at Essence Fest this year, uh, as well as I believe the Kentucky Derby with uh, with Janet Jackson as well. So that's going to be interesting. So make sure y'all catch them uh, whenever they're out on the road. And of course, you know, Uncle Charlie, he stays on the road. So <laughs> make sure you go ahead and check them out. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Night Tour. Of course, the Night Tour featuring Maxwell, Anthony Hamilton, and Joe continuing on. Um, I believe by the time this podcast airs, uh, they're going to kick off a two-night run in Cali, from what I understand. Yeah, man, they're getting ready to do the thing. And they're the number seven, um, the number seven tour in the country. Um, and they, they're killing it. They're doing their thing. Um and I'm I'm happy for those brothers too, because you're talking about three brothers that have stood the test of time with music um consistently. They haven't really had Maxwell had a break, a little break, but uh Anthony Hamilton and Joe have been out here consistently doing their thing. And I'm just really, really happy for those guys. I got a lot of just like the culture tour, I have a lot of friends and family that's on that tour and I'm just really happy for everybody, man. They doing their thing and the reviews are great. Um I'm hearing that Anthony Hamilton is just blazing the stage. Maxwell is blazing the stage. And Joe singing the women out their panties. So it's a good night. Yeah, very much so. So, yeah, like I said, by the time uh, this episode airs, uh, they will be at the Kia Forum in Inglewood. And then, of course, uh, the following night, they'll be at the Oakland Arena in Oakland. So definitely looking forward to that. And then, of course, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, Grammy Award winner, Jasmine Sullivan, hey now, yeah. uh, continuing her hotel tour, um, and that's soldiering on. Of course, they recently uh, hit L.A., and I understand that was a star-studded show. Was you know quite a few of our favorites uh, hit up that one. Yeah, so it actually went viral. Like um, you had uh, JT from the City Girl; she was there, and she definitely uh, was going crazy singing in the audience. She was actually in the pit with the fans uh, singing and having a good time at Jasmine's show, as well as um, as well as Meg Thee Stallion and uh, Lizzo and a few other people went out to support uh, Jasmine and uh, Maida when they went out there. So great, great, great show. And if y'all didn't catch the video that Megan Thee Stallion posted, it was hilarious because they were saying, pick up your feelings in the car and JT did the... But she sounded like a goat. And then Jasmine Sullivan came and did it. 
Right, JT like did the what? Like that's how she sounded, like a goat. Oh, she was like, oh, I was like, I, I ain't hear it the first time. I just wanted to see if you could repeat it. No, I know, and you're gonna clip <laughs> that, and you're gonna use it because I know you. So. <laughs> but yeah, so make sure uh, y'all check out uh, the hotels tour when they come to you. I think she's almost done with hers as well. So. Yeah, actually, uh, see, listed, um, no more for the hotels tour. I think she's still, like, in the process of, like, rescheduling some of the dates she had to cancel um, due to COVID. Uh, but she will be hitting up the festival circuit. Uh, the next date I do have listed is that she'll be at the Roots picnic uh, in a couple months. So, um, well, she's going back home to Philly, huh? Yeah, she's going back home to Philly with those two Grammys that she won. Yes, ma'am. Anyway, uh, that is pretty much it for the hotels tour. And then last but definitely not least, we got to talk about the full circle tour with Kim and Babyface. Uh, of course, Sherry Shepard hosting some dates, also featuring Kevin Ross on some dates as well. Of course, Quez giving us stories from the road because he is currently uh, touring with Kim. Uh, so how is it so far, man, on the road? Man, it's, it's really great. It's been a great experience. It's been a rewarding experience. Um, luckily for all of us, uh, we all get along. It's really like a family out here between both camps. Um, it's just a great, great, great experience. Every night we're hitting sellout shows. We're rocking it, and I couldn't be happier. Tomorrow night we're in Columbus, Georgia, and it's the first show that Kevin Ross is joining us. So I'm excited to see Kevin. I have not seen Kevin perform since like 2018 or 19. So I'm really excited to see him, a young legend in the game, a great singer, great songwriter. So I'm just excited. I'm excited. It's been fun. And make sure you get your tickets. Um, as EJ likes to say, don't call me. I don't have Don't call me for tickets. Buy your tickets. And I will gladly see y'all there. But we're having a great and I was time. Literally, and I was literally texting you. Like, at, before you said that, I was literally texting you. But oh well. No. Hilarious. Jesus Christ, Kevin. Hilarious. <laughs> Kevin, All right, so by the time. apply to you. And you know that. You're so stupid. That does not apply to you. But if you're going to drive Chris down. just got to figure out what number to, uh, <laughs> to get right, contacted. Which phone, which phone you got to call. Uh, anyway, but of course, yeah, by the time this episode airs, uh, they're going to be in Jackson at the Mississippi Coliseum. And then, of course, uh, the following Sunday, they'll be in Grand Prairie, Texas. Wait, you skipped skip Houston. So Houston's in between there. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of people are skipping Houston because Houston, for whatever reason, it's a city show. So they're selling it direct through NRG Stadium's website. It's not on Ticketmaster. Gotcha. So it's Texan, then Houston, then Grand Prairie, which is Dallas. And uh, just so that y'all are aware, I won't be in Houston or Grand Prairie um, because I'm hopping over to Coachella because Ari, Ari Lennox is, is going to be headlining Coachella. Yeah, I was just about to ask about it because I'm yes, supposed to be yes. there. I'm leaving in a few days. Hey, y'all ain't tell me. Like, we could have had a link up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm too broke with those I mean, it ain't too late to uh, get you a United flight. <laughs> You know, hey man, man look, you better have the you better have the spirit and hop on spirit. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Yeah, if if yeah, you look. if you're on a spirit and you ring the bell, they'll stop at your stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my you god, gotta, you got to bring your own pilot. But I mean, you have a good time. And on that note, we're gonna get into uh, the latest from Kim and actually some big news in regards uh, to this one. 
But if you want to tell it now or you want to tell it after the song? I can I can tell it now. So I'll tell it. Actually, I'll tell it both now and after. So of course. So this right here is now the recently number one on R&B radio. This is Kim's single "Stuck on You." Girl, I've been looking for a hero. Kind of loving you can lean on and trust. And baby, anywhere we go, I can tell how the people, how they look at us. Baby, your love is so amazing. Drives me crazy Baby, I'm stuck on you And your love is all I needed To be fearless Baby, I'm stuck on you Yeah I'm stuck on you We be making love till the morning she hear the raindrops falling in your tenderness. And even when my world is spinning, I got a brand new beginning. When I feel you kiss, and maybe your love is so amazing. Drives me crazy Baby, I'm stuck on you All right, this is WOHC Radio Real Talk, Real People, and Real Music You just heard Kim Stuck on You The number one song on R&B Radio So congratulations to Kim And of course, you know, gotta give our props to Quez as well You know, him being you know, his client and everything, you know, definitely had a hand in keeping things rolling. So shout out to you, Quez. We want to give you your flowers as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my brother, Kevin, he, he always tells me that I should be more, um, I should stand on my stuff a little bit more, stand on my shit a little bit more. So I just would like to say that from here on out, I want to be referenced as two-time number one Billboard charting uh, manager quit. Now, Kevin, what you tell me? No, 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 no quiz. Moving forward, it's Mr. Gaines. That's a fact. Now, Kevin, why you tell him that? He's already cocky as is. Now you're going to quit. He deserves it, though. Since we're calling you Mr. Gaines, instead of working at Moe's, you can manage the pitch. I was about to say, what do they call you at Moe's? Oh, at Moe's, I'm called. They call you, hey, nigga, go clean up that fucking <laughs> So they call him the Big Queso. That's what they call big him. Queso. Big Queso. They, they, call, they call him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually a great name. Queso. Queso. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. <laughs> Big Queso. Man, I can't. All right. Well, Marquesa Dilla. 
Oh God! And on that no, note, we're no, gonna no, get no, to no, the no, next no. story before too far, we too far. before it gets too far <laughs> with the jokes like Beats always does. Anyway, um, of course you may have heard. Of course you may have heard yesterday about that uh mass shooting inside the subway train in uh Brooklyn, right? You know, ten people injured uh when someone actually opened fire inside the subway station inside the subway train in the actual car. Uh, well, earlier today, by the time you aired this, uh, it was on Wednesday. Uh, Frank Robert James, a 62-year-old former machinist, was taken into custody uh, shortly before 2 p.m. on Wednesday. So he has been arrested. Uh, police officials in New York said during a Wednesday press conference that they received the crime toppers tip uh, that James had been spotted at a McDonald's on 6th Street and 1st Avenue. Uh, James was gone by the time the officers from the 9th Precinct responded, but they soon spotted him several blocks north uh, at the intersection of St. Mark's Place and arrested him without incident. It actually turned out that James himself turned himself into Crime Stoppers and gave the tip himself. Very interesting. Um, so, federal prosecutors said that uh, he will face charges of a terrorist attack on mass transit in Brooklyn Federal Court. Uh, information about an attorney wasn't immediately available. So apparently, he allegedly donned a gas mask and detonated two smoke devices and fired 33 shots into the crowded car from a 9mm Glock that he legally purchased in 2011. When the train pulled into the 36th Street Station in Sunset Park, video showed uh, bloody victims collapsing on the platform and the floor of trains. Thankfully, no casualties. Um, but yeah, like, what are your thoughts on this is crazy right like absolutely crazy my only thought is i felt bad for laughing it just took a crazy turn not you laughing jesus right. Christ, EJ. that was that was a crazy transition but i just want to say um once again um i know i'm gonna get a lot of backlash for this and uh my opinions represent me and not WOAC as a whole but I just want to say once again, the city of New York has failed us again because how the hell did he get away and how the hell did none of those cameras work? I'm just so lost by all of this. Um, I can't believe that this 62-year-old man with a size C brought up um, and a knee replacement was able not to get away and be away for 24 hours. I'm not understanding how this happened. But once again, it might have been a double B. I don't know about C. Double B. Okay, we'll say double B. But once again, thank you so much to the city of New York for making America look foolish again. I appreciate it. I mean, New York politics in general. What did you expect, bro? Like, come on, we can't expect much. This is this is the same city that elected Rudy Giuliani as as mayor. But I've seen the suspect. I'm with Quest. How did he get away? Because my man's was, I don't know. I thought it was like, I thought it was a situation where he could have been like set up to like take the fall so they won't have to go through like this whole media outburst of anger because they can't find the guy because the cameras don't work. So they just found some random guy to say, hey, why don't you take the blame for this and whatever. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, and like the, the current mayor of New York is pretty much on everybody's bad side as it is already. So you can't have anything worse on, on your watch, bro. Hey, Paige, you know what's crazy, though? Know, the craziest part about this whole situation is if you watch this unfold like I was yesterday watching it on CNN, like I was a crackhead glued to the TV, um, this joker here got caught because 
he dropped his U-Haul receipt and the keys to the U-Haul. Yeah, I said, was, well, I said, yeah, this sounds bad. really fishy. Very like fishy. this, yeah, this sounds really fishy. Like he he drops the U-Haul receipt with his name and credit card information on it and the key to the yeah, U-Haul. All of the crumbs, the the uh, teddy bear crumbs mm-hmm. leading up to him. It just seemed a little. <laughs> And the right. crazy thing is, I was, I was, I, I thought it was suspicious that it was a black man with three first names. You don't <laughs> normally see that. No, man, I don't know I was somebody with four first names. Man. Jesus, like, like I'm sorry, like I'm like one of those people where, like, when something like this happens, the one thing that I have to think about is he, is he black or is he white? And then once we find out that he's black, I'm like, damn, man, like really. Yeah. And he's black. He's a black 62-year-old male with C-cup breasts and a knee replacement. Double B. No, you guys are like, it's that's an underestimation. Okay, yeah, let's move right along because this is, this is getting ignorant. Yeah, it, it, was, it just seemed very fishy that he, he, was, he left all of the things to trace back to him. He had his, the little YouTube thing talking about how he wanted to kill people and all this craziness. And then the fact that he shot, what, you said 33 times? 33 shots. And didn't kill anybody? Like, they said it was some people that was, like, really hurt and in critical condition. I just like, want to know how good. bad his aim. That's what I'm saying. For 33 shots to not, I don't even want to put that out there. But, like, we're yeah. just glad that nobody got hurt. That's that's yeah, that's the sure. big thing. Thank God nobody God. got hurt. Hurt badly. Yeah, thank goodness. All right, so New York Times is reporting that inflation hit 8.5% last month, the fastest 12-month pace since 1981. Uh, This happens as a surge in gas prices tied to Russia's invasion of Ukraine added to sharp increases coming from the collision of strong demand and stubborn pandemic-related supply shortages, of course, according to the New York Times. Uh, Fuel prices, of course, jumped to record levels across much of the nation. It's coming down a little bit, though. Um, a little bit here. Uh, grocery costs, of course, soared as well. Uh, price has been, you know, terrible for American households, especially those, you know, dealing with lower income. Uh, but um, there is a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, a measure that strips out volatile food and fuel prices uh, decelerated slightly from February as used car prices boomed. Economists and policymakers took that as a sign that inflation in goods might be starting to cool off after climbing at a breakneck pace for much of the past year. You know, as I mentioned, you know, prices going down a little bit on the gas. Uh, but what do you guys think about this? I know, Clez, you know, with you following, you know, CNN and C-SPAN and all that, I definitely want to get your feedback on this. This has got to be the weirdest shit I've ever seen in American history. Like, all of a sudden, everything just jumped. Like, everything. And there was really no rhyme or reason to it. Now, you have people that's blaming the the Ukraine-Russian conflict as the reason, but everything went up, even stuff that we don't get from there. So I'm not understanding that at all. And there's nobody else involved in that conflict but the two of them. So I'm not understanding why they're using that as an excuse. Um, but to know that I went to the store the other day to get things that I needed on this tour, and to know that I paid like $10 for a bottle of lotion at Walmart is insane. Um, Wait, what kind of Walmart you go to where lotion is $10? What kind of lotion are you buying? It was Jergens. Jergens? You better go to the African store and get you some cocoa butter <laughs> or some shea, shea butter. butter. <laughs> that shit lasts you 46 years. Butter, 
That shit is twelve dollars and it lasts you three hundred and eighty-seven years. Man, I got a nice little tub of shea butter from the gas station for a dollar. I got I mango that. butter. Mango butter is the truth. I bought that bitch like about five or six months ago. It's only you ain't even get, hey, yeah, you're not even a sixteenth. Hey, EJ, I just want to tell you that like a couple of months ago, you told me that mango butter. I remember, get, and I bought it and I gave it to a particular person, and um, did they enjoy it? Did they enjoy it? Oh, I mean, <laughs> <Not did they. laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you because shea butter doesn't have the best smell, and cocoa butter or is kind of like rough. Yeah. Wait, but wait, man, why? Yeah, okay. I, I was just gonna skip past that. Um, but mango butter has the smell and it's soft, so it's like the best of both worlds. I know one thing right. about the inflation. Um, Quez brought it up, and I rolled past a Krispy Kreme today, <laughs> and that is the best thing that didn't happen in inflation. Yo, that's a fact, Paige. Did you hear about Krispy Kreme? No, I have not. Krispy Kreme's raised the prices too. Okay, no. So I don't know if y'all been to Krispy Kreme lately, right? Because we actually we went to Krispy Kreme. Oh, that sucks. So we went to Krispy Kreme the other day, and like a dozen of donuts is like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, right? So Krispy Kreme has decided that every Wednesday, and this is nationwide, every Wednesday they're going to sell a dozen of glazed donuts for the average gas price. So right now the average gas price is four eleven a gallon. So Krispy Kreme donuts were four eleven a dozen. That's a smart marketing tool. Is it? The hey, listen, I seen a line on Fort Road today that went down like two blocks. So that shit is true. Is that it's the average gas price in the area or the average the gas nation. price in the, in the nation. nation country? Yeah. Okay. Man, let me see. I have to see. The closest Krispy Kreme is in Troy to me, which is bad. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah. I can get to a uh, Krispy Kreme. That ain't nothing. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on, and we're going to skip past the fact that uh, Quez knows what Shea Butter tastes like, and we're going to get into the next source. Hey, Paige, y'all not going to play me on that. So you mean to tell me y'all don't kiss y'all women on their arms or their legs or nothing, nowhere where Shea Butter is applied? But you oh, said okay. taste like you be taking scoops. Like, <laughs> yeah, now that's how yeah, that was, you got, you got a it. jar, a jiffy, and a spoon. That's how you made it. Sound. That's that's like third grade eating crayon energy. Yeah, that's how really it sound. Like. Hello, man, y'all. This man is cocoa, uh, coconut <laughs> man, oil. Man, EJ, stop that. You could lick between. I mean, you could read between the lines. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Jesus Christ! All right, we're gonna get us out of here. Um, okay, so uh, President Joe Biden and his administration has once again pushed back uh, the pause for student loan repayment. You know, they've been, you know, delaying the payments forever and a day. Uh, the new uh, payment delay is until August 31st. So, yeah, so that means, uh, of course, you know, student loans, no interest built on it. And uh, Forbes magazine saying that uh, President Biden is now uh, more open than ever to enacting widespread student loan forgiveness. And uh, that's according to a top Democratic senator uh, who holds student loan borrower activists at a virtual summit today. So what does that mean? So basically, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York, uh, the Democrat, uh, told a virtual gathering of student loan borrower activists on Wednesday that he's in active discussions with President Biden about initiating some form 
of wide-scale student loan forgiveness and that Biden is increasingly receptive to the idea. They need to just go ahead and cancel that. I, I, I'm, I already forgave myself years ago. So, yeah. Thought. Well, I mean, I ain't go to college, so... <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hit the deferment button on my loan like last week. Well, somebody get. Well, I think we probably. I I feel like we probably should skip this because uh, none of us went to college. Like none of the guys. Oh no 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 no! I went to I went to. Beats went to. Yeah, Beats went to college. He got his MacBook and everything. Oh yeah, I I got I got yeah. Oh, I had two two thirds. It's it's odd that I'm the only one that went to college. <laughs> this is not a good representation oh, of the team if I'm the only one that went to college. Oh, yeah, nah, hell no. Nah. This nigga said nah, Rich nah. Boy Quan the other day. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, Rich Boy Quan sound better than Rich Homie Quan. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. And meanwhile, as the only female of WOAC and apparently the only one with two degrees, um, yeah, run that student loan. I mean, hold on. I, I went to three schools. Oh. Did you yeah, get- listen, listen. I went, I went to full sale, and I completed that. I went to Wayne State for a semester, and I went to Ohio State. I dropped my mans off, but I went. That's- yeah, I was about oh. to say I did DoorDash at uh, Norfolk State. I don't know if that count. I, I mean, if we really want to be campus. technical, I've been to every HBCU in America doing homecomings. And- <laughs> so hey, I, I-, I went to. Hey, we'll allow it. But dorm rooms do not count. No, ma'am. Wait, hold on. Beats, Beats, does it count if we was at college? Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you was up at college, that counts. All right. Well, leave it up to me with the two degrees. Hey, run that debt. Like I said, I already forgave myself. Paige, how does you go page with your smart ass? How does the two degrees work? Like, is there a way that you could sponsor me on your degree? Like, I got a degree through Paige. Like, how does does that work? No, nigga. You no. can't transfer your degree to me because one of you ain't using. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, you if that, I mean, if that means me transferring part of my debt to you, go right ahead. Anyway, I got your quiz got like you. on uh, life. He's like, you gonna eat your degree? <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's God. a movie I saw. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, we're gonna get into some more music. Uh, after this, we're gonna talk about, of course, the continued fallout from the Academy Awards. And also, Cuba Gooding Jr. pleads guilty. So we're going to talk about that in just a bit. First, a classic from Marvin Gaye, Mercy, Mercy Me, right here on WOAC Radio. Oh, things ain't what they used to 
This is WOAC Radio, and that was, of course, a classic, a classic from Marvin Gaye, Mercy, Mercy Me. All right, now let's get into uh, some more news here. Now, of course, uh, let's talk about the uh, continued fallout of the Academy Awards. You know, Chris Rock is back at it. You know, he just started his comedy tour. Um, Of course, you know, a lot of people were wondering, you know, whether or not, you know, he was going to mention that whole situation with Will Smith smacking him in the face. And Chris actually joked at a recent show that he is not talking about anything until he gets that paper. Basically saying that you're going to have to pay him to get a story. I don't blame him. Thoughts? Hey, listen. If LeBron got paid... Yeah, like if LeBron got paid for that stupid ass decision back in like 2008 and we all sat there for an hour and a half to watch that shit on ESPN just for him to go to the team that we knew he was going to, Chris Rock could definitely get paid to talk about this shit. And I feel like we all knew that was going to be the case. Like we knew he had uh, some new uh, shows and things coming up, but I know... uh, uh, correct me if i'm wrong he's talking about like specific to this situation you got to pay me to talk about this in something completely different so i mean that's hey i would i would advise him to do the same thing like i'm not hey. gonna talk about this thing for free on uh on dj academics i'm gonna wait till somebody brings some money and back. you know what i'm glad you said that because that's what half of the people that go on vlad tv and dj academics do they miss a good opportunity to market something get paid for it for talking about it and i think rodney king would tell him the same thing jesus that wasn't a joke (laughs) he got paid for getting beat up like okay whatever that is that is that's true but still all right well we know one person who's definitely talking on chris's behalf or basically just talking for the sake of talking for attention uh, Chris's younger brother Kenny Rock has been very, you know, open about his sustainment for Will. Um, and of course, you know, he recently received a 10 year ban, and you know, he's very skeptical about, you know, whether or not the Oscars will actually implement the full ban. Um, but yeah, in an interesting uh story coming out today, 
uh, Kenny actually challenged Will to a celebrity boxing match. Um, I, I, I'm thinking, like, in order for a match to happen, celebrity boxing, both of them have to be celebrities. Have to be celebrities, right? Yeah, they're one celebrity like short. Requisite, like when you go to Burger King, you want burgers and things like that. That's what you kind of expect. So. Yeah. So, um, according to TMZ, well, basically, Kenny appeared uh, to TMZ alongside uh, Jamin Sullivan, who is the promoter for celebrity boxing, um, and he said that he has reached a contact for a potential match. Should Smith decide to accept his offer, uh, the open contract that Kenny signed was for a match slated to take place on June 11th at the Charles F. Dodge City Center in Pembroke Pines, Florida. There's gotta be some crazy shit in Florida, really. Now, so you a, really, you really trying to fight Ali? That's what you trying to do, Kenny? You trying to fight Ali? I, I'm, I'm just saying he definitely trained for for Ali, like Jesus. This is guy, this bro. is my question though. Oh, wait, didn't didn't Tony say something too? Tony Tony was, Rock did say something. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my thing. If Tony Rock said he was like based on Drew, is Kenny based on Tanya? Because oh, they could build this as like Will Smith versus Tanya. Oh my god. And on that though, Jesus. Um Tanya now, fine I'm... as hell nowadays too. Shout out to Yo, Imani shout out to Iman. Imani. Imani we, we, we appreciate you. Thank you, Queen. Yes, yes. All right. Well, let's get from one troubled Oscar winner to another. Of course, you may have heard uh cuba gooding jr yeah he pled guilty on wednesday uh to one count of forcibly touching a woman at a new york city rooftop bar back in 2018 so as part of the guilty plea uh gooding admitted that he kissed a waitress on her lips inside the lavo new york restaurant and nightclub without her consent uh the plea deal uh means that cuba would not receive any jail time instead uh he will basically have probation and also counseling, and additionally, uh, if he attends six months of counseling, that he can actually plead down uh, to harassment at a lower level than misdemeanor. Um, according to the Times, uh, Gooding said in the courtroom, I apologize for ever making anybody feel inappropriately touched. Uh, now, mind you, this is actually one of uh, three accusations um, that came out. So there's still two still up in the air. Uh, but what do you think about this one, you guys? Like, this is a crazy, crazy story. So when we talking about forcibly touching, what are we talking about? Like, are we saying, like, rough touching, too much touching? Basically touching without consent. That's that's the situation. No, this was for EJ and Beats. They didn't catch the joke. No, no, I, I, tried I absolutely to be like, caught it. I absolutely um, caught it, but I was actually I picked the answer. I picked up what you were putting down. I know that. Yeah, I smell what you were saying. <laughs> I just didn't. I wanted to know the actual. <laughs> Look, this is what I say. Either they don't know, don't show, or he don't care about no means now. Oh my God, this is this is hell. This is hey, absolute um, hell. To all the women that listen to our podcast, and eighty percent of our audience is women, I would like for you all to know that um, these are just jokes. We do support you. We do love you. We protect black women and black women adjacent um thank you and this is woac radio now this nigga saying listen listen adjacent. i don't disagree but what is black women adjacent that's my I question know. like let me know please uh mixed women uh <laughs> women women that black that got a little bit of taco in them or uh, <laughs> women that's black with a little bit of soy sauce, like all of that kind of stuff. And we black women like parallel, um, like 
perpendicular <laughs> to, or is it just? Man, we about to get kicked off of this damn platform and every other platform. This nigga did not say black McTwitch taco. Hey, black people be making some good tacos. Right, well, let me go ahead. Let me switch my mode here because, Jesus, black people with soy sauce, that's perhaps the, the craziest thing I've heard all day today. Soy sauce. What's, oh my God. Okay, so um, now I get into this crazy story about an OnlyFans star accused of killing her African-American boyfriend. So let's get into this. So this is involving OnlyFans star Courtney Taylor who, according uh, to the family of her boyfriend, saying that she brutally and senselessly stabbed her boyfriend to death. Now, uh, it is alleged that she killed her beau, Christian Tobekchukwu Obumseli. I apologize if I got that wrong. Uh, During a dispute at their high-rise apartment in Miami on April 3rd, investigators say that Christian, uh, who was stabbed once in the chest, and uh, Courtney have been involved in a physical altercation before the killing. Her camp is saying that she stabbed him in self-defense. Uh, she has not been charged in the death. However, cops and prosecutors have said the investigation is ongoing. Uh, of course, you have seen by now uh, the shocking surveillance footage uh, where she was actually handcuffed, covered in blood, half naked. And man, this is absolutely uh, crazy. And um, of course, Christian's family is mad over footage showing uh, Courtney without an ounce of remorse Friday at a Miami bar. She was actually at the bar uh, where a bystander accused her of killing her boyfriend. Um, Christian's brother, uh, Jesse Obamselli, wrote on Instagram, it's been a week since my brother was brutally and senselessly killed, and Courtney's callous actions have not been met with an ounce of remorse. We see videos of Courtney kissing her dogs while covered in what we believe to be my brother's blood and casually getting drinks at a hotel bar days later while my brother lays in the morgue. Crazy. Yeah, this this story is is odd because um, I wasn't really following it. Um, I mean, I, I can be transparent and say I didn't know either party, so I wasn't very interested. Um, let me just be honest. But um, when I... S- when I first heard about it, I heard about the girl saying, oh, you need to leave. You killed your boyfriend, da 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 um, From the knowledge that I had at the time, I'm just like, do we know that she killed him or is it just, like, speculation? Because um, I'm just like, I, I saw something about she had blood on him, but I was like, you could easily say she found him like that. I didn't know. That's why I didn't say anything publicly. But now I'm seeing that the attorneys are like, she killed him in self-defense. So it's like, okay, so we know that she killed him. It's just like, was she justified? That's why I'm like, ooh, I'm just stay away from this. I, I don't know, but um, prayers up for his family. I just yeah. want you to know that life comes full circle. So his tweets were insane. He was tweeting yeah. about how yeah, black women, black women ain't shit. And he was saying that, you know, um, <clears throat> white women are queens and black women ain't shit. And, you know, white women can cook too. That's a myth. They cook better than black women and healthier. He was saying all of this kind of stuff. I actually went through and read all of his tweets one time and it was quite, it was quite disgusting. So he divested and now this is the worst ROI that I've ever seen. So um, prayers up to his family, prayers up to his family, his friends and everybody involved. But it's a very sad situation, but I always tell people, be careful what you wish for because you just might you just might get it. There you go. All right. Well, let's Word get to Nicole a... Schweppes ginger ale. 
Oh, God, okay. And let's get into some more music. Next up, after this music break, uh, we're going to talk about Mayno, speaking of uh, self-hating black men, uh, apparently admitting that he likes slave play with white women during sex. We're going to talk about that in just a bit. Uh, but first, let's get into some more new music for you. Uh, this is the latest from Alex Isley and Jack Dine off of their new album, Marigold. Of course, Alex, as you know, uh, as you know, the uh, daughter of Ernie Isley of the Isley Brothers. So, of course, we're going to get into some music and we're going to get some more uh, stories on and popping, too. So this is WOAC Radio. It's Alex Isley and Jack Dine with such a thing. Angela holds nothing back when it comes, you know, to sexual topics. So, 
Uh, Mano appeared on there, and he revealed that he has a very specific fantasy uh, that involves white women and him role-playing as a runaway slave. If that sounds too ridiculous to believe, we actually have a clip. EJ, roll that uh, disgusting bean footage, please. <laughs> what are you talking about? It did it for all them years. Did man. you like that? Huh? No, what was the role play? Yeah. The role yeah, play. What was the role? This feels like it's going to be so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. I've oh never talked about this. Uh-oh. Ah, shit. Dun, dun, dun. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, no. Man, oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like to play like a, diso a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me, like, what you say. Yes, Mesa. <laughs> I was sorry. I've, I've, it's just two. It's 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 two of them. Like it's like me getting whooped, right? You get whooped. It's like it's like I play like you whipping. But most of them don't want to play like that. This is this. Yeah, nigga, I was gonna say, what white woman goes along with this? <laughs> they don't want to play like that. They don't. Okay. Wanna, this is my. It's like, listen, you're gonna <laughs> act like your master's, your your master's uh, husband, uh, wife. wife. And I'm the runaway And slave. I just got whooped by Massa for oh, eyeballing okay. me. Oh. But the whole time, you've been really, you know, you've been you, you like me anyway. You've been eyeballing me. Oh, this sounds like some freaky porn. I'm interested. Right, this is some freaky shit. And then yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to come. Okay, pardon my French uh, here. Uh, but what the fuck is wrong with that nigga? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, seriously, can somebody explain this to me? <laughs> I see why you did that, man. Shut up. I'm sorry, um, Paige. That was so <laughs> so, so wait, so I don't I don't think we've ever heard Paige use the F word and the N word together. Like this, consecutively. Ever. Yeah. This this thing got her riled up for real. Like what is so sexy about like I, I have questions. Like, does the white woman have like the whip? And you know he tie and she ties him to like, a pole he, he, or he explained enough, Paige. Like, I just like, want to say, oh, hey, next, week, I wanna, <laughs> next week, next week, I like, want just... one of the stories to be Paige just said, "What the fuck is wrong with that nigga? We need to discuss this." No, no I have a question. Like, does he allow her to use the N word with a hard E R at the end? I have a question. I think they asked him that too, um, and he's kind of like he's trying to beat around the bush was like yeah, we ain't gonna get into it. what the entire fuck i'm i'm it's pretty fun. sure that her her dialogue included but not uh limited to nigger dick <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty i'm i would bet money on this that he allows her to say Give me that nigger dick. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. First of all, Beats, you're wrong because they we're talking about white women. They would have said cock. That's, That's a true. fact. That's a fact. Now, <laughs> I just I just want to say this. Out of, uh, I'm not even going to be politically correct with this, right? I'm just going to let it all hang out. As the nastiest member of our group. Right? Let it all hang out. <laughs> right. I was <laughs> <laughs> just let it all hang out. As the nastiest member of our group, I don't kink shame anybody because everybody has their own kinks. Everybody's into their own thing. You know, I have my own little shit going on. But as a man that just binge watched Roots, I am completely disgusted by this. I'm 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 completely disgusted by this. I have so many questions. Um, I have so many questions. I have so many concerns. I wonder if Mano has ever seen Roots. 
Um, I wonder if he has ever been seen Amistad or been on the Amistad. He probably boat. watched the version of Roots with T.I. in it. Yo, wait, what if what if the <laughs> safe word is give us us free? That would be so I think we need to all like chip in and go to some TV uh network and have Mayno go to like the Lorraine Hotel and like the scene of Bloody uh, Sunday and have him go to the Audubon Ballroom, like all of these black historical sites, just so he know what the fuck is wrong with him is not right. Yeah, sir. We, first of all, Mayno, what I need you to do is I need you to fly into Atlanta after I get done with this tour. And we're going to take you down to Auburn Avenue. We're going to walk the church, the house where MLK was born. We're going to do all that. Then we're going to drive right over to Selma. We're going to go to the Edmund Pettus Bridge. And you're going to walk across that motherfucker three times. Three times with white people and horses and whips and chains and shit. Then, like we said, we're going to ride right up to Memphis to the Lorraine Motel and let you stand right there and I'm going to let somebody shoot your ass with a BB gun from across the street. Then we're going to go up to the Audubon Ballroom in Harlem and watch your ass get beat up there. And then I want you to see if you're going to have the same goddamn kink when we're done with this shit. I don't know if that's going to do it because he did grow up in Brooklyn in the 90s. So walking across a long bridge uh, with violence all around you isn't too far. (laughs) You know, from his psyche. My God, like, look, like, as we're recording, if y'all seeing what I'm seeing, fellas, like, look, like, a million thoughts. Hey, man, listen, I'm just going to tell you like this. This is how I know that New York public school system has failed the fucking children. Because they obviously not teaching Black History Month. They not teaching none of that shit. Because ain't no way you learn that shit. And that's your kink. That's the kink you pick. Out of all the shit out there, you picked up on you want to be a runaway slave. That's some crazy shit. That's crazy. My God. And on that note... All right, let's get into uh, another topic here. Of course, uh, some of you may be familiar uh, with a brother by the name of Drewski. Now, Drewski, of course, very popular uh, social media personality uh, known for, you know, making several skits, uh, some of them funny, uh, some of them make you think, and some of them are just like, what the fuck? Um, And this one could fit into all three of those categories, actually. So um, apparently there was a clip that he posted and then deleted uh, in regards to uh, how some weirdo men act when they're trying to get uh, girls drunk uh, at a little house party, or whatever. Uh, EJ actually has uh, actually has the uh, the clip, so go ahead and uh, play that. Never have I ever kissed a dude. All right, so 
Uh, obviously, you know, the video uh, showcased, you know, Drewski and um, another brother in the video and these two young ladies uh, basically, you know, acting out, you know, some creep shit that some men do uh, pretty much, you know, deliver, like manipulating the situation to get girls to drink more. Um, so it definitely got a lot of feedback, believe it or not. Um, basically, of course, you know, this isn't the first time that he's shown, you know, some men, like a skit, you know, showing some of the sketchy behavior that men have and some women as well. Uh, this one was particularly triggering to a lot of folks. Uh, many feel that he should have used the skit as a teachable moment. And as a result of the back and forth on social media, he would ultimately delete the video. But of course, you know, screenshots are forever. Okay. Um, all right. What do you guys think about this one? Only thing I'm going to say is consent is key. And I'm going to land my plane there. Um, I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. So shea butter. Um, yeah. Uh, stop it. Mango. Mango butter. Mango butter. Mango butter. Okay, that's what right, it well, is. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to touch on it. Now, I personally saw nothing with wrong consent. with it because it's basically like with the video showcasing, you know, Drewski showing what happens in real life. Yeah, you should have, you know, this was a teachable moment. And I honestly think that, you know, the only two groups of people that are angry about it are the girls, you know, that, you know, they feel that should, he should have been more explicit with his, uh, with his intentions, uh, with the video. But a lot of the negligent, the knowledge negative feedback come from the very same creepy ass dudes who are actually guilty of the shit that he was doing in the video and still exposed in a way. So... Um, but yeah, it just, it shows like, honestly, I did see it as a teachable moment. I think the only offensive thing about this was the fact that Drewski was swinging his feet on the countertop in the beginning. Cause that was kind of a, eh. but like, this is, this is something that, you know, that, you know, he does like this, this should be no, like he's no stranger to it because that's comedy, right? Comedy is about pushing the envelope and bringing to light very real situations, you know, in a diff in a different light. So I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. In so we would just so we would just like to say, ladies and gentlemen, that Paige's opinion, thoughts, and statements represent her and her oh alone. They do not really? represent WOAC and any of its affiliates. Thank you so much, and we now continue with our regularly scheduled program. Consent is key. All right. Well. Y'all go ahead and continue with the rest of the show. So if y'all want to do that to me, go ahead. <laughs> I have a question. I'm just saying consent is key. I don't want yeah, to be consent is key. this shit. I, I just have one question. I don't want nothing to do with this. I just have one question. Who the hell is Drewski? Oh, my God. <laughs> Drewski and Rich Boy Quan are the same person. Yeah, pretty much. They're related. They're cousins. Um, but yeah, I saw it as a teachable moment. It just I just want I just want to make this clear. Y'all can never say I'm the old one in this group anymore. Well, like, hey, that, that don't change the price of tea in China. Oh, whatever they say. Yeah, but I saw that. I saw <laughs> whatever the young kids say, yeah. right, me? Whatever these, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but does it change the price of tea in Boston? Yeah. No, nothing. Like, Damn, Any, tough crowd. All shit. right, well, all right. Let's get into another uh, throwback uh, joint for you. Uh, 
reflecting, you know, Beat's apparent soul and the fact that he's a 70-year-old man trapped in a 30-something-year-old body. Uh, but coming up after this music break, you know, Russell Wilson shows how he got the era after being called corny. And also Lotto and her interesting stance on uh, liking pictures as as a uh, coupled-up person on Instagram. But first, uh, here's the Temptations. Treat her like a lady. That's the, that's the lesson here, folks. After at the end of the day, uh, this my this my jam right here. Of course, you're 75. This is WOAC Radio. And a quarter. Treat her like a lady. This is WOAC Radio. Now let's get into some more foolishness here. Well, not foolishness, uh, but actually like a very uh, sweet story. Now, uh, football player Russell Wilson 
uh, actually appeared on a podcast where he talked about how he met uh, his now wife, Sierra, and the pickup lines that he actually used uh, to pretty much get her attention. I believe we got the clip. Go ahead. I want to know the line that in your mind that made you made you bag Sierra. What was the line that got her to go out on a date with you? Mm. Well, uh, first, uh, first of all, shit. You know, I had this Come wallet. On, I had this wallet. I had this wallet, and it was it was broke. It was broke down. It was like kind of tore up. Yeah, you know, yep, I had, yep. had it for a while. I was single at the time. You know, I was running around single, and I had I had this wallet. It was tore up. So I could, you know, the first day we met, and we had been talking for two and a half hours. You know, hanging out, whatever. And, and she saw the uh, wallet sit on the table. She said, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> she said, "What the hell is that?" I, I said, "What? What are you talking about?" She said, "That wallet. What, what the, uh, you losing with that?" I said. I put my finger. I said, first of all, with me, you never lose." Ooh, ooh. I said, second of all, second of all, I said, that's what, I said, that, that wallet, that shows consistency. Mm, shows huh. consistency. That's what you're going to get from me. Wow. You're going to get somebody who's going to be yes. consistent for you every day. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, even that, when that, you're yeah, Okay, first and foremost, that is actually the very first time I've ever heard Russell Wilson talk. And Jesus, I, I, Sierra, I understand. Sierra, I, I totally understand. Um, yeah, now my this page course, getting hot and bothered over his voice. I, hey, look, <laughs> you I, know what? Russell Wilson voice made page wash. <laughs> look, I am in radio. I like the voice. Like the voice is usually like the first thing I I am attracted to. But of course, this comes after you know the comments uh, that a football player who shall remain nameless uh, said on his recent podcast. Uh, calling, you know, Russell a cornball and saying, you know, if, you know, he didn't have money that Sierra wouldn't be with him and that he doesn't understand, you know, why she would leave somebody like Future to get with Russell and all that color blue. This coming from a man who admits he likes kitty play with his wife and um, apparently allegedly uh, peed on himself deliberately before every game. Um, I have a quick question, though. So, so we're not gonna kink, we not gonna kink shame in here though. So if he likes kitty play, oh well, ain't no kink shaming. Not under my watch. Let him enjoy. Okay, well I'm gonna play. shame his face. But hold like, on, I have a quick question what, what? for Paige though. She she says she loves voices. Was, was you one of the people that was on them uh, them hotlines no. back in the day or or, no. or we can, well, you know we'll discuss no. that. Later. No, 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 and and no. Okay, right, I ain't enough conviction in that. No, I don't, I don't know about that. Though. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We talk about it all. Uh, but let's talk about the line that he dropped, though. When she's talking about, man, you losing with that wallet, and he said, "With me, you never losing." Like, although, like, he doesn't use pickup lines because he's a rich brother and everything, but that was a that was a bar. That was a bar. I'm not even gonna front on that one. I mean, hey, really? He got a wife and kids, so I mean can't say nothing about it he got what he wanted from it and saying that the wallet is consistent that shows consistency that means you're gonna get consistency with me and wow i bet he still don't have that wallet i was thinking that too i bet you don't have that wallet no more i'm probably not but still i mean he got her so hey so i i actually think that nobody's wrong in the russell wilson conversation like i think that he He's not corny, but he's a different type of man than what Sierra was used to. And I also think that if she wasn't with Future, if Future hadn't done her wrong, and then the guy before that, who y'all don't know, didn't do her wrong, I don't think she would have ever gave a guy like Russell Wilson a chance. 
Um, I honestly think that she gave Russell a chance because she got tired of the bullshit with the last two guys. And that's why the consistency line worked because she wasn't getting consistency from the last two dudes. I don't think that would have worked if she had been, if she dated a, a, a good guy that it just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So I guess you got to find the right line that's tailored to the right person. You know what I mean? So I think he is, I'm not going to say corny, but I'm going to say he's kind of, he's more corny. relaxed and chill. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's not into he's like the party by Yeah. 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 So, and th- there's nothing wrong with that, but I just think that if Sierra wouldn't have went through the relationship traumas that she went through, she wouldn't have gave that man no well, shot. And that's a well, fact. Well, you know what? That's I, grown I, I'm willing to bet my life. That's that. definitely grown. And like I said, and like I said, I mean, for one, the the line it worked. He's married to her and got uh, what two kids from her. So it's that. And then I think I th- I don't think I'm alone when I say this. We've all seen a change in Sierra, just the way she carries herself, the way she speaks, all of this type of stuff. From when she was the princess of R and B and singing O and like a boy and all of that uh, shit and whatnot. Like we've seen pretty much a complete 180 from her. So. Like I said, it worked out. So I mean, I can't be mad at him for oh. anything. I don't. I don't think anybody's mad at him. But I think he like he got done what he needed to be done. So you can't be mad at results. Well, well EJ, I it's like I always say. Oh, I was about to say first and foremost, she wasn't the princess of R and B. She was the princess of Funk and B. Oh well, you know what I mean. That was that, what thirty six years. No, ago? you got to get it right. You got to get it correct. Crunk Not thirty six years ago. Oh. Um, I also I also think that um. I also think that a partner, the right partner brings out the right things in you. And sure. I believe that they bought the best out of each other. And I think that they still bring the best out of each other. So I love them as a couple. I think they look good. They make black excellence look great. Um, and I think that, um, you know, they say that when you leave the black community and start dating the white community, that's divesting. So when you leave the white community and start dating the black community, is that investing? I just want to know, because that's what Russell did. So I just want to know the right term to use. Well, I will say this, like, here's the thing. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing, though. Like, with Sierra, yeah, of course it was cool. She was dating Future, you know, back then. And that's when, you know, she was younger. You know, still trying to figure out her way and everything. But, of course, as you evolve, your taste evolves as well. And it got to the point for her where, you know what, enough was enough and she was sick of the inconsistency from future uh also the fact that you know he cheated on her and you know dealing with the multiple baby mama drama and you know the sipping lean and the percocets and all of that it got to the point where you know what she grew tired of that and obviously he was being stagnant in what he was doing at the time so as her song said, don't mean to sound corny, but she leveled up. Well, Liz, we gotta be we gotta be fair in this assessment of future. That's consistency. The consistency in the wrong it, way. In the wrong hey, look, way. Hey, all I know it's is future toxicity. Future bought his son a Rolex and he ain't care. I just wanted to put that out. That ain't Man, got nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Boy. But he bought his son a Rolex. And he was like, Thanks. 
<laughs> it was just like, hey, but, but can I get some Roblox? That is consistency, regardless to whether it's bad or good. That's consistent. He's consistently yeah, fucking up. Nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to put that out. That was a. But here's the thing, though: Future is willing to buy him a multi-million dollar watch, but not willing to spend time with him. That's the difference, right there. It's, it was And Sierra needed consistency. Like Sierra can, needed consistency in her life, so she became more aware of the woman that she wanted to be in order to attract the man that she wanted and she ended and she started you know dating with purpose they ain't got and no bust down rollies though man, and Paige, i just want to say something he might not couldn't spend time but he made sure that he spent money on time so that's all I want to say. Ah, yeah. Hey, future's man, looking bright three, after this conversation. Man, not three stooges <laughs> over here sounding like the future eyes. But anyway, um, we're going to get into a comment here. Um, we got my girl Daria up here, and she wants to chime in, you know, add her two cents. So what's going on, Daria? Hey, everybody. I just think, you know, Sierra, after, as, a, as a woman, you just get tired of... Uh, future is he just comes across so toxic um and so negative and the way he would talk about sierra would just drive me up a wall so i'm proud of her being with russell do i think he's the most swaggy dude uh no but i think he's good for her and i think they work so he i'm here for it Russell don't have a bust down rolling uh, yes, he does. He just doesn't flaunt it. Doesn't have the need to flaunt exactly. it. Exactly. I don't see it. He all. don't have it, and it ain't a bust down. He probably he got He don't have it, to he prove it to you that he has a rolly. Just, he just trust he has it. He has one if he wants one. Like that's all you need to know. Like, but is it a bust down with the VDS? Hey, that man, that EJ, that man <laughs> trying to buy NFL team. Fuck that rolling. Exactly. Right, fuck that Fuck you can't that take role. no NFL team to Onyx. So, I mean, let's let's EJ, wait out the option. I'm about five seconds. Actually, actually, you can. can. With a bust down. And I have. <laughs> you, can, you can send it. And I have. Okay? So the so only reason why I don't do it is because he plays the music. And that's that's it. Uh, but Daria, thank you so much for uh, chiming in on that. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you. All right. Well, let's get into a sports. Uh, well, let's get into the next story here uh, before EJ shows his childish ways even further. Um, let's talk about Lotto. Speaking of um, childish, uh, this is actually kind of childish. She actually recently revealed in an interview uh, that she does not allow her boyfriend to like pics on Instagram if if he's in a relationship with her. Um, all right, we got actually got the clip, so let's go ahead and play that. If it's a generation thing, mm -hmm. whatever, like I don't like like liking pictures. I don't like that. Mm -mm. I don't hey, like that. They she, be saying she on this modern day social media, mm -hmm. so like, yeah. no, I don't, yeah, don't like no pictures. Because I just feel like if you if you in a relationship and you like somebody picture of the opposite sex, they screenshotting it, sending it to their mm -hmm. friends. Like I hear it all the time. He trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got him, or I got her, like. Why would I look like liking another nigga picture? Right. And I got a nigga. Like, right. Okay, now, to be fair, she also did say that she doesn't like any other man's pictures that she's in a relationship to. But this whole entire situation screams insecurity to me. Like, what's the, like, liking pictures and liking pictures. And, of course, if they screenshot it, 
try to spread lies or whatever, you should be secure enough in your relationship that that shouldn't even matter to you. But that's just me. Maybe that's my two cents. What do you guys think about it from the male perspective? It's, it's social media. The key word is social. So liking a picture is not a problem. Now, if he slid in their DMs, that's an issue. Furthermore, did I hear this goddamn girl say allow? The hell you mean you don't because, allow? Because, listen, because I was going to say it. Don't play with me. Allow. Don't allow me to do shit. I'm a like grown-ass man. Grown-ass man. You lucky you over here. Your ass could be replaced. I, it's 20,000 of you. Y'all all went to the same surgeon. I could find another one That's of you. That's a fact. And you ain't got no bust down rolling. Nah, <laughs> What's going on? What's going on with the bust down rolling, EJ? <laughs> that shit triggered them. I had to send them to the group. I'm sorry. Like, see, Jesus Christ. Like, just. If I hear bust down one more time, I swear to God. No, but um, but yeah, no, that the whole this whole story triggered me because I had an ex that was super crazy about liking pictures and those type of stuff. And I'm just like, bro, like are you over here tripping over liking pictures. She it wasn't even just liking pictures. She wanted to check my likes. She wanted to check the emojis that I sent to the point that she she wanted to see the emojis I sent. And there was like a black queen emoji. And she was like, Who the hell did you send this to? And I was like, stupid, I sent it to you. What are you talking about? Look at your text message. But no, like, I remember it would be like, she would want to see my likes and whatnot. And me just being like, I'm like, I ain't got nothing to hide. So go ahead and look at it. And it was just like, bro, why do you care about this type of stuff? And she would ask me if I would see her around guys. Like, you're not going to wonder, like, what's going on with this? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if I felt that if I was, if I trusted you enough to claim you and be in a relationship with you, I have to give you a certain amount of trust that you're not gonna do anything crazy unless you give me a reason to think you're doing something crazy then i'm just gonna i'm just gonna trust that you're not gonna do anything crazy so that's what i'm saying like stuff like that is stupid to me and i get what lotto was saying that people are gonna screenshot and be like oh such and such is doing this this and that but that's where you come in to be just like i mean it's a picture like my man like ass i got a whole lot of ass that's why my man like me like all he did was like your picture he's not spending time with you da 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 so i'm like People are stupid, bro. The dating pool has pee in it. Hey, <laughs> EJ, I just want to say, little brother, I agree with everything you said, and I just would like to add this. I also was in a relationship like that when she was like, why are you liking this person picture? Why are you liking this person picture? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I said, well, guess what? I don't like your ass no more. I remember if I told y'all before. I had this is the same ex. Um, she she posted a picture on Instagram and was like, "Why don't you like my pictures?" And da 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 da. I got all these people that want to like my pictures. I was like, "Fool! I took the picture." I'm like, I didn't think it was all of that. Like, I don't even be thinking that deep into it. I took the picture and I said, "Oh, you look great here." Da da da. da. I didn't think I had to like it and comment and share it on my story. And all. I'm just like, bro, this like. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Why, why are you requesting so much from me? Hey, I'm glad you said that, EJ, because in those situations where <laughs> your girl, like, either go through your phone or look at shit, and you be like, go ahead, the most innocent shit, and <laughs> be looking suspicious as hell. <laughs> I, will, I will say, <laughs> it's like, yo, yo, it really ain't, it's, it's nothing 
with that message, but that shit look odd as fuck. It was like, damn, if I was looking at this shit, this shit look right. bad. I will say, when she was trying to look through my likes, I had like on Instagram a picture of Tiana Trump, and she threw a whole fuss, but I was like, it's just a picture. <laughs> there was like the picture. <laughs> like, I remember very innocent. Me, like, <laughs> I, told, I told my ex, I said, you worried about me liking this fucking picture. You ain't saying shit about all the porn on my phone. You retarded. <laughs> oh, this bitch don't want me. She all the way in uh, Silicon oh, Valley. Oh, Jesus my Christ. God. I, okay, I, I, okay. I was just saying it was a picture. I don't <laughs> EJ, go ahead, boy. Right. Y'all, we're not going to do this. We told you WOAC is us being real. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there's the no shame. Y'all know, listen, y'all know I'm king listen. shameless. But I'm... Listen, you, and that's another thing. We know from the email you're king shameless. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Now, speaking what? of. Uh, Why did well, you do that? Please, no, time out. We don't talk about it. <laughs> You said we could talk about it. Y'all want to talk about it? I don't know oh, if we got time. Oh, audible. Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, I was hey, put put, put a bookmark on that. We go. We gonna go back to that later. Hold on, EJ gotta explain this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, what email are we talking about? Oh my god. So look, I told them a story. I'm so glad that I don't have no shame. I would be, if I did, this would be bad. Nah. So you know. Wait before uh, you say what, anything. Before you say anything, y'all get ready to clip. Oh, this, oh, okay. Nah, it was one point in my life where I was I was popped. Niggas needed some money, so I I went to the uh to the website of the nearest fertility clinic uh clinic and was like, look, I'm about to become a sperm donor because I need some money. And before I like when I say before, like nothing happened. I never actually donated. I was just saying to myself, like, it, it ain't that bad. I'm going to figure this out. I'm a hustler. I'm going to get this money back. But I had already signed up and did all of the, the paperwork and stuff. So they send me an email. I forget what the exact words were. But if, if I'm paraphrasing, they basically were just like, hey, are you still coming in to, to donate? So the way I worded it, what I told them, Beats, Beats got a kick out of the fact that I said, they asked, are you still coming? When I'm talking about a, a sperm. <laughs> They sent two emails. They said, "Are you coming?" And then they said, "You ain't came oh yet." <laughs> but hey, listen, I lived a long life. I, hey, niggas was popped. I was like, I need to get this. Money. <laughs> I figured it out before I even had to. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, going well, back Paige, to, uh, you forgot. No, we forgot to add the last line of the email. The last email said. The last line of the email said, "What can we do to assure that you'll?" That is not what they said at all. Very. <laughs> My God. Okay. Well, let's get into uh, some more, some more news. Talking about another person and their insecurities and their uh, um, ridiculous dating habits. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, the now, I guess, former football player, considering nobody has signed him yet. Um, he appeared on a podcast as well, talking about women not knowing how to follow. What will take, EJ? Aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't, right. know, you don't know when to be quiet. You mm-hmm. don't know how to allow a man to lead. 
Okay, my thoughts are this. Yes, we as women, we have to, you know, in a relationship, in a marriage, I will say, it is our, like, the man is the head and the woman is the neck. Yes, the man is supposed to lead and the woman is supposed to follow. Um, but if that man is leading me off a cliff, I'm not following him. Okay, and what I mean by that is, like, Yes, okay, you expect so much of us. You expect us to follow. You expect us to, quote-unquote, know our place or whatever, which is stupid. Uh, that you want so much of us, but the question is, what are you bringing to the table? What is it about you that's going to make me want to follow your every word and follow your lead? What are you bringing to the table? Because all, if all you bring in is hard dick and headaches, then I'm not following you nowhere. Like, you have to be it's equally yoked basically that that's my opinion on that one but brothers let me know what you think i i think where things get mixed up is um the fact that when people bring it up um when um when people bring these stories up it's because they're only hearing one side of it like a lot of times people um men will say I need a woman to do this this and that and we don't mention what we will do in return and vice versa for women so i think one of the one of the people who brought it up the best way was ebony k williams when she was on the breakfast club i don't know how many people saw this but she was basically saying that she will be uh she wants a man to pay basically all the bills and she was saying in return she'll make sure the kids are straight the homework is good everything's clean um like food is cooked blah blah, blah. just she she really displayed a give and take thing so i feel like she was one of the first one of the only people i've heard actually explain both ends like you do all of this i'll do all of this and we'll live a great happily ever after like uh type life and i think that's the issue with this because what he said wasn't necessarily wrong he might have worded it a little off but it, it looks very one-sided in the way that he said it. It looks like, I, you don't know how to cook. You don't know how to do this, isn't that? I'm paying the bills. Like It just looks like he's he's requiring all these things and not putting anything out. So I think that's the real issue with this conversation and conversations that are similar to it. Right, and he I'm, did uh, go back and apologize um, for wording it incorrectly as well. So he did apologize. I'm going to be 100% transparent because um, as a person... Uh, who is it like is it two three three fifths of us that were married before um yeah. you gotta clarify you that you can't you're really three fifths of the whole group not three fifths of a person no 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 not three fifths of a person oh three fifths of the god. group <laughs> oh my god listen listen <laughs> ej is retarded listen um these are things that should be recognized before you marry somebody if they can lead or not, which if you get married quick and you don't know that, it's kind of like a situation that you put yourself in. But if you're with somebody long enough, you realize, okay, this is a person that can lead or this is a person that I can lead. Like that's when you make the decision to actually get married. But also in dating, you also have to be responsible enough to know somebody's just not for you. It's not that they're wrong or they're like, they're hard to date. It's just that they're not the person for you. A lot of people try to bypass a lot of flags 
that's not really necessary uh, flags of them being a bad person. It's just them not being the right person for you. And they try to just say, well, I'll go past that and we can fix that later. And no, it's not. It's not going to be fixed later. A person is who they are after they're 25. So anything that you think you're going to change is not going to happen. Damn, that boy, that boy spitting the day. What, 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 boy? Not crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. What you got? Like, this, what, you been, what you been watching, Dr. Phil and the Yala Van Zant and shit today? What the fuck is going on? Oh my Damn, God. Okay. Nah, I so can't even gotta... say the shit I wanted to say. Shit, like, what the fuck? Kyle, Next story. <laughs> well, first and foremost, before we get into that, uh, we do have a comment from our brother Daniel uh, in the audience. What's going on, Daniel? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's so happening? give us what's your happening? give us your thoughts. All right. Hello. What's up? Well, pretty much, EJ. Pretty, you know, um, he pretty much summed it all up. What I was saying. It all. It all. You know, starts from you know your your courtship. You know, just like this, women have a choice of whether to submit to a guy, to his demands or whatever it is that he will like in a relationship or for as a marriage. You know, she got the ultimate hand on that point during the courtship. So, hey, you know, um, if, you know, and, and the thing about it is, you know, what got me with Cam is that he didn't do an I statement. He should have just said, this is what I require for a woman to be in a relationship with me. That's what he should have said. And, uh just be mad about it. If that's your, your true feelings, just say that this is what I this, this is what I want. Not just say that this is what's going on with all the women that today. You know, just say, hey, with my experience, this is what I'm this is what I'm having issues with, and this is what I want. You know, because everybody is different. Because I know some guys who are in successful marriages where their wives can't cook, and I've seen some guys who in, who is in unsuccessful marriages that have women that can cook. So, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to it. So, that's my point. And hey, I appreciate Daniel, that's it. Uh, sure. That's a, that's a great, that's a great um, assessment. And coming from a man that had an unsuccessful marriage and my ex-wife could not cook, she only could make, I second everything that you said. Okay. All right. Well, thank I'm, you. I'm going to just add this to it. Like, with Cam, he he yeah, he should have made it like a personal thing because what a lot of people do is they'll hear him say that and they'll attach that to a person that they either been with that don't qualify to lead. You know what I'm saying? Like Cam is probably in a position where like he can ask for those qualifications in a woman. You know what I mean? But I don't look at a comment that somebody like Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B make about men in general and take offense to it because it don't apply to them. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of it's a lot of women that probably took that as it probably applies to them when it don't. Right. Me and Beat say that all the time when there's issues and conversations going on about uh black men aren't leaders, black men aren't providers, blah 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 blah. Me and Beats always just say, they ain't talking about me. So I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's kinda what <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what needs to happen. I, yeah, that's kind of what needs to happen in this case because there are some good women out there that maybe they can't cook. Every woman can't cook, but maybe she pours into you spiritually and emotionally, and maybe she's that helpmate that uh, that you need. Maybe she's that best friend that you need, that comforter. Um, but it's just like you know, I hate to be 
uh, I don't want people to think I'm a panderer for women, but also, uh, sir, you talk about she needs to cook and be able to follow your lead, but sir, can you change the tire? Can you change the oil in the car? There you and go. Can you protect her? Oh, I don't know. Agreed. And also, she don't. A woman's not gonna follow you because all you're doing is leading her into the women's department. Boy, we see what you keep buying Cause, cause to the damn right. games. We tired of your yeah. Because yeah, Paige pants is probably baggy compared to his. Huh? That's a fact. You ain't yeah, never he wears seen tight. He Cam wears Newton very flamboyant. Into, yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, Cam, Cam got a um. Cam got a yeast infection. Hey, <laughs> you can read his credit card number out of his pocket. Hey, did y'all see him when he showed up looking like Rachel Marin from The Bodyguard? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he had the scarf wrapped around his head and shit. I was like, hey, this shit gotta stop. <laughs> All right. Him and Russell uh, Westbrook shop at the same uh, place. Oh, no, the fuck they oh, don't. Him and. <laughs> listen, listen, I don't know. Listen. Goddamn, uh, this boy Cam get all his shit from the grandmas and the mothers of the churches after Sunday dinner. That's where the fuck he get his clothes from. Cause he show up with the flower pattern shirts on and shit. Yeah, I'm like, he definitely got the go. Easter Sunday hats on deck for sure. Man, not no. I'm still getting over the fact that y'all saying Cam Newton got a camel toe. That is. I did not say anything. Um, I didn't say that. Say that, Paige. You're adding stuff. You're taking it too far. We don't. We didn't say that. Yeah, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. But we did say he showed up looking like Rachel Marin in the bodyguard. We did say he had a yeast infection. We did say that he has an insane amount of cranberry pills in his locker room. We did say that. So, uh, I think. I think we kind of got the message here. So, sir, we need um, we need you to not talk for all of us as a collective. And one more thing, one more thing, and I'm going to leave it alone. Why does people like him get so much attention? But LeBron has a podcast that he tapes in his barbershop that's inside of his house. Why y'all don't be quoting him? LeBron be saying some good shit, but you know why? Because y'all like talking to the men that dress and identify with you. But I'm going to be quiet. Okay, and on that note, hey, I'm gonna go to Cam House for Sunday dinner, though. Big Bob with your arm. <laughs> oh my god, okay. All right, now let's get into some more news. It looks like Chris Brown has a new album on the way, he has new music out, and he has a new baby. Ain't that something? Like, this is something that you know he has kept under wraps for quite a while, probably waiting until the DNA test came in. But yes, it is true. Um, last weekend, he actually revealed that he has a three-month-old daughter uh, by the name of Lovely Symphony Brown. Actually uh, posted a picture on his Instagram stories. Now, the baby mama is actually the third baby mama, but, you know, it's kind of hard to tell considering they all look alike. Um, but apparently, the baby mama is a model by the name of Diamond Brown. No relation. Um, but, yeah, apparently, this is a girl that has been uh, in the picture uh, off and on for a few years and uh yeah finally uh finally got a baby by him so uh congratulations on that so yes this is third child third baby mama uh he already has a seven-year-old daughter uh, named royalty uh that's with his ex-girlfriend mia guzman and then he also has a two-year-old son uh echo uh with his other ex-girlfriend amika harris so thoughts on this 
Um, do you have a picture of this Diamond Brown? Because it was a girl I know named Diamond Brown, and then she disappeared for a while, um, and then came back with a baby. Like, I believe I do a have ago. a photo. I'll actually uh, share it with you. But yeah, like, I'm... yeah, I'm gonna need you to text that to me because I'm concerned. Like, I really know a female named Diamond Brown, and she looked like she had put on a little bit of weight, and then she kind of disappeared. And then now she's back and she has like a baby that's like two or three months. So I'm wondering if this is the same woman. And if it is, there's a possibility that that's not Chris' baby. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, well, um, I'll go ahead and I'll send that over to you, Quez. Uh, but yeah, um, congratulations to Chris. And um, speaking of Chris. Or, yeah. or not congratulations right. to Chris. Allegedly. All right, but uh, let's get into some positive Chris news. Uh, he does have new music out. You know, he's getting ready to release uh, his new album, Breezy. And we actually have, I believe this is the second single uh, off the album. You know, he previously released uh, the hip-hop track, Iffy. And uh, he's slowing things down with this new track. Um, actually, kind of samples uh, Guys Let's Chill a little bit in the chorus. Uh, but let's get into it. This is the latest from Chris Brown, Warm Embrace, right here on WOAC Radio. Girl, I catch a glimpse of heaven 
this is WOAC Radio. Real topics, real conversation, real people. Now let's get into the last story of the night. Apparently, T.I. is still trying out this uh, this comedy thing uh, with uh, mixed results, or rather, uh, mostly negative results. Uh, most recently, he actually performed at an April Fool's comedy show in Brooklyn where he received an influx of booze. A bunch of booze. Man. Why, why is he still trying this? I think that's honorable. Because, like, comedians have to go through that. That's like a like a rite of passage. You have to... I mean, he's he's ascended a lot faster than the typical comedian because he's already a superstar. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. We're gonna talk about the laugh, but no, he's he's gotten um, a lot more looks than the typical comedian of his uh, experience has gotten because he's already a superstar rapper and actor and all this type of shit. But I think this is good for him. It's a good humbling experience. He's felt it. He claims he's never been booed before, even when he was just a rapper. So I'm I'm not mad at it. And he's he stood in it. He didn't he didn't run from the booze. He stood there and and let the booze happen. Um, I've seen worse booze. I've seen booze where you can't you can't even get a word in. Like they won't even let you finish. So he he got it. It was cool. He be he be at. Yeah, for sure. Only person that got booed worse was that uh, lady from Karma San Diego on Lean On Me. Oh, God. Okay. We don't want a good take. We want Mr. Clark. Man. You and you don't take care of your responsibilities. Uh-huh. <laughs> you better leave Lynn thinking alone, man. Make sure you rest in peace. Um, but he did say uh, he, uh, TMZ caught up with him uh, after that happened. And he said that he's glad that he got booed. Uh, because you know he's able to make you know the necessary adjustments to his material so that he can get some laughter. Um, he did say that he did receive a standing ovation uh, in Atlanta uh, during his set the following day. So he thinks that it wasn't the material uh, that flopped, but rather the energy of the crowd. That shit so, don't count. Um, <laughs> no, that's exactly what it was. Wait, wait. I wanna, I wanna give context. I wanna give context. So y'all know. There's somebody really close to me that works in comedy. T.I. wasn't on that show at the State Farm Arena. He showed up, and because he's T.I., they let him go on stage, and it was a surprise, and he only did five minutes. So they didn't. It, it, no one's going to boo him because you're a surprise guest coming out in the middle of the show, and you tell one or two jokes within. And I don't even think it was five minutes. I think they said it was three minutes. So... It's, it, I hate when people give stories like this with no context. It wasn't your show. You showed up as a surprise, did three minutes, yay. The fuck out of here. You got booed in Brooklyn. You were one of the headliners and you were booed. And it's okay, but you got to let this shit go because you're not funny. You, you're a good rapper, you know, and you, yeah, you're a good rapper. So I think you should stick to that and everything will be fine, you know? I personally think the story is hilarious. <laughs> Not him, but the story that he keeps on trying like this little engine that could <laughs> going on stage and ruining shows hey, with his comedy. Hey, if I, I, a trap nigga and a prostitute walk into a bar. <laughs> And on that note, this is the perfect time to go ahead and end our show. So, uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us for another edition of WOAC Radio. Of course, make sure you look for the WOAC Radio podcast on all available platforms. 
Uh, make sure you check in with us on Clubhouse. Just search the original album club. Uh, search for us on Instagram at the original album club. On uh, Twitter, we're at OG Album Club. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll holla at you guys next time. Bye. Wait a minute, I got here.